ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Heel Turn, our live weekly wrestling show and the official podcast for wrestling.cool. Podcast of many wrestling hiss. We are here to talk about WWE, Raw, SmackDown Live, 205 Live, NXT. I mean, it kind of figures that if we're going to talk about WWE, we would talk about, like, literally every other th- everything that WWE does, like you just said. I know, but I'm just covering all our bases. And there's a fast lane in a week. Why? I mean, at least we have a week before the... F- we got one more Raw before it, so get excited, nope. right? Nope. R- right? I'm Owen. That delusional person with me is John. Right? If, if I hiss more, maybe we don't have to talk about wrestling? No, you have to do the rest of the <laughs> intro. John, you have to do the rest of the intro. Okay, fine. We're streaming live over Mixer.com slash Zonecast. Isn't that cool? It's not cool. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're monitoring our chat there and our Twitter at the Heel Trends to send us your questions and your comments, and we'll get to them as we deem fit. Or if you're Rhythm Bastard, we'll just mercilessly mock you on air and then go, hi. True. Anyway... Anyway, I don't know. You tell me. What's up, Owen? Um, not much. Oscar season's going on. I saw half of the best pictures. The Oscars are this Sunday. That's pretty cool. So I, gotta go I mean, that you saw the half. best pictures or whatever. I don't really care about the Oscars. I, th- those are good movies. They're very good. Would you like to know which ones I saw? All of them. I mean, the ones I saw under best picture. Oh. Oh, well, you haven't seen them all yet? No, I told you I saw half of them. I'm seeing the other right. half on Saturday. Oh, right. Yeah. I'm wrapping things up this weekend because then I got to vote. Okay, what'd you see? I saw Manchester by the Sea. All right. That movie's fucked up. Do you know anything about that movie? Nope. I know that there's Casey Affleck and he's all sad and... When you find and... out why he's sad, it's fucked up. There's a child, and people cry, and nobody seems to care that he beat that woman. Well, I mean, it's not, it's, not, it's not really a child. It's like a teen. Teen child! Yes. Teen child that has sex with two girls. Whoa! They, they, they don't know each other. Super fucked. This movie's great, though. I really enjoyed it. And a I think teen child sounds like he's having an okay time. I don't know. Yeah, Casey Affleck's probably going to win an Oscar. And then he's going to punch a woman on his way up to the stage. Sounds about right. Uh, I saw Fences. That was that? It's based on the play. And it's Viola Davis and uh, Denzel Washington getting epic as fuck. Man, that movie's powerful. And it's really well done. I think as of right now, I think Viola's probably going to get an Oscar, but Denzel's not, because Casey Affleck happened. Denzel's all like, I play baseball, except they don't play baseball anymore. I play baseball and I hate everybody. I hate white people. Including you, son! Yep, he hates white people and he hates his son. I remember reading that book in high school. Yeah, you know the whole... I mean, it's a play, but, you know, yeah, you know. I read it, so it was, it was written in a book. Yeah, really well done. Yeah, very nice. I saw Hell or High Water. What is that? It's modern day cowboy. Robin Banks. 
Okay. Jeff Bridges is a cop with a sweet mustache. Okay. And he's his partner is an Indian. Okay. Like a Native American type Indian. It's awesome. Also, Chris Pine's one of the robbers. Okay. And, he's, and he also has a sweet mustache. Everybody has mustaches. I do like sweet mustaches. You know I do. Yes, I'm fully aware of this. But yeah, that movie was fantastic. I'm considering it for some awards, but I'm not quite sure. I don't, I don't think Jeff Bridges is going to win, though. But of the ones I've seen, he is probably the strongest. And, uh, I don't the- even remember what he won for. Crazy Heart? Probably. That sounds about right. But the the last movie I saw for Best Picture was La La Land. Huzzah! John, I hear that's a good movie. John, I, I, I love that movie. That movie hit all the right boxes for me. I like stories of people trying to succeed in entertainment. I like musicals. I like movies where they do a bunch of crazy stuff with the lighting to make everything so vibrant and awesome looking. I like musicals. I like nostalgia tributes to old timey movies. It's very, it's very good. Also, John Legend's in it, who may or may not be Arthur. I think he's Arthur. <laughs> he probably is. Like that. That seems like a really, you know, you really can't argue with that. Uh, with that evidence that they've presented there. True. Also, a, a fun story about uh, John Legend in this movie. Is you know he plays piano, right? Yeah. And the Ryan Gosling's character is the piano player. Oh. So sing us a song, you're the piano man. So John Legend was cast as a uh, a band leader who is a guitarist. He does not know how to play guitar. He had to learn it for the role. <laughs> okay. And that's what he did. He was a guitar player in the movie. It's pretty good. Pretty good job trolling him. Yeah, really, considering they also made Ryan Gosling learn how to play piano. Yeah, and everyone learned how to tap dance and everything. This movie's great. I think it's going to win a ton of awards, and it should, because it's fantastic, and you should say it. Well, all right, then. Do you like musicals? Yeah, I could fuck with a musical. Hmm. You could fuck with a musical. I'm, I just had that image in my head of you like singing and dancing while also fucking, and I'm kind of into it. I mean, story of my life right there. That's fair. But yeah, next next time we convene, the Oscars will have happened, and you'll see how wrong I was about everything. Hooray! Anything new with you? I beat Doom. That's a... I, fin- I finally beat the third best game of 2016. Uh, you mean the best game of 2016? I mean, the third best... I mean, if you finished it by the time you made your list, you would understand that the Spider Mastermind happens, and then uh, Spider Mastermind's fucking great. It's like, don't get me wrong, Spider Mastermind was a fucking awesome, very maddeningly hard fight. I'll still take Super Hot and Hitman over it. All right, that's your opinion, but man. It's a fucking awesome game. Yeah, Spider Mastermind's pretty fucking cool. I was really happy when Spider Mastermind showed up. I mean, of course, Spider Mastermind was going to show up. I mean, of course, but that cutscene where they have the reveal of Spider Mastermind, it's like, oh, oh, it's really on, huh? Oh, this is Doom. That's right, this is Doom, isn't it? And then I, I, 
It's it's long enough we can talk about the end of the game. Yeah, man, it's been like more than six months. The, the part where Samuel Hayden says, "Yo, actually, I'm Robot Satan," and also, I'm gonna kind of uh, paraphrase the end of Doom Two at you. I I really like the part that he basically G-mans you and like you know I'm gonna lock you in like hyperspace for a while. See you later, asshole. I mean, by hyperspace you mean hell. Well, yeah, wherever he transports you. I just assume he teleported you to, like, some other fucking part of the universe or whatever. But is that what that... Oh, that's what that little ending thing at the end is? Is at the end of the credits, it's not just like, Oh, look at a cool little image we made. Eight of him fighting all the demons off. It's literally supposed to be, No, motherfucker, you're stuck in hell now. I mean, that's just a tribute to the original Doom cover. That's what I assumed, but I don't know. Yo, you come out of... you, You need the sword thing to open back up the gate of hell. So, of course, he's he has that key now. He's going to shove you back in the hole and close it. That's pretty much what happened. He's like, thank you for the hell sword. Now, go, now I'm going to close the door and lock you in there. So, fuck you. See you next time, because I can't kill you. Get hyped for Doom 2. I mean, I am hyped for Doom 2. They need to call it Doom 2. They will call it Doom 2. Fantastic. Unless they call it Doom Hell on Earth. Which would also be acceptable. No, they had to call it Doom 2 Hell on Earth. Okay. I can go all the way. Let's go. Yeah. Doom's, Doom's a great game. Yeah, it is a good game. Did you collect all of the collectibles? No. Did you find any of the secret rooms? Yes. Did you see what happens when you discover those secret rooms? The, that you get a cool classic Doom level remade? Like, in its entirety? Yeah, I know. It's That's fantastic. I love that. Yeah, that's great. It's an awesome unlock. It's almost as good as getting the little guys that you collect. The little little, yeah, the little Funko Pops are kind of funny. It's... Yeah, Doom's a good game. Everyone should play it. That's a great game. No one ever said it was a bad game. Some people said it was a bad game. Who? Bad people. Okay, I, I don't believe these people actually exist, but if you say so. Have you been on Twitter.com? What's that? It's a website full of bad people. I see. Mm-hmm. Speaking of bad people, I, I, I hear there's wrestling news. Would you like to get into it? Okay, well, that's a transition. So let's go into the wrestling news. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba-da-bop song. Hey, John. What? Speaking of bad people, Jerry the King Lawler. <laughs> That's a guy. Did you see the videos circling the interwebs about Jerry Lawler? Yes, I did. I mean, it's not really about him as much as it's about... Oh, it's about him. ...to quality. It's all about Jerry Lawler. And the fact that in the new showcase thing that they put out as DLC for WWE 2K17, there's a part where Jerry Lawler talks about, uh, who's he talking about? I think he's talking about, uh, oh, he's talking about the Nation of Domination. He's talking about the Godfather. Yeah, but in a match he had against, uh, something. Yeah, Yeah, but he's mentioning the Godfather and Right to Censor and everything, and he... Sorry, it was Right to Censor, my bad. And he fucks up the line, and he takes it again. And they don't edit it at all. <laughs> it's amazing. 
That is some serious 2K quality right there. John, I'm just going to say it. Once again, no one should play these games. No. No one should give them money for this game. No one should take up hard drive space for this game. Where is WWE All-Stars 2? It's never happening. Or at least a WWE Immortals console game that's actually a fighting game. Also never happening. Look, I want it to happen. Don't get me wrong. What? Nobody cares about money. I mean, they care about your 999. They don't care about what happens after they get the 999, but they want it. Yeah, but they also don't care about getting my money to buy a, you know, one of their stupid video games. So I oh, know, but that's the thing. You know how many idiots just buy it every year like mad? Seemingly not that many because There's you'd think lot. they'd put more resources into it if more people bought it. You want to know a secret, John? What? No matter how much, or no matter how little work they put into it, people are still going to buy it because they're idiots. This is true. Yeah, like I keep I keep talking to some people who keep buying these games. I'm like, why? And they're like, because it's the wrestling game. That's why. You gotta get the wrestling game. No, 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 you don't. You, you really don't. You really don't. Remember, I got uh, 2K16 for free. And even, yeah. And even I felt ripped off. Yeah. I I want to see how much time if the Xbox can tell you how much time you've put in the game. I probably put in like 30 minutes. And then I turned it off. And I wonder how much of that was me idling in the menu. Man. Probably most of it. Yeah. It's mostly me trying to get stuff, you know, on the website to get into the game with textures and stuff. That was a bad system. It's yeah. A bad, it's a bad game. All of it's bad. But you know what's good? No. Nothing is good. Um, this is a trick question. No, that's not true. Something is good. You're lying to me. John? Stop lying to me. John, how do you feel about yoga? Uh, I don't know. How do you feel about yoga pants? I really don't know. What do you mean you don't know? That's Come on, that's a, that was a softball. I mean... I don't know how I feel about yoga pants on me. No, no, not on you. I mean, on uh, attractive people. That, that could be nice. That could be fine. Uh, do you know how they get in good shape? Yoga? Correct. And you Positive who- thinking? Yes, and? Feeling the bang. Whoa! No! 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 Yes. No! No! Yep. no! This is a. This is not. This is not that kind of podcast. Oh, but it is. Because John, while I pick your brain out of the gutter, let me tell you that Diamond Dallas Page is going into the WWE Hall of Fame. Yay! That's right. Finally, after Scott Hall and excuse me, Razor Ramon and Jake Roberts go in, now the guy that kept them alive is going in. Double Which makes sense because isn't his house in like Florida? Yeah. So like, yeah, you're you're in the area. Why not? Let's put him in. 
And also, he's, you know, done so many other great things for the industry. He's the man who gave us Glacier. Um, you're using this word great, and I don't... Blood runs cold, Owen. I don't think you know what the word great Blood means. runs cold. No, it doesn't. Quite warm, actually. It did in the 90s. 90s were a dark period, John. Look, man, Mortis was a cool guy. No? Yes! Because he was Canyon! Uh, Who better than Canyon? Everybody? Fuck you! <laughs> I mean, that's the answer! The only Who not better than Canyon? The only person that. The only time Canyon was good was when he was positively Canyon and he was just DDP. Except they diamond covered everybody everywhere. Shut your goddamn mouth. Canyon is always incredible. And now I want a video series where you are positively John and you just. It's just a YouTube series where you just go around diamond cuttering people in public. Can we make this happen? Fine, I'll take up the I'll take up the mantle of Canyon. I can be the new Canyon. And afterward, you have to yell bang and then ask who's better than John. And everyone goes, in, "Who?" Rest in peace, Canyon. Indeed. But Diamond Dallas Page is alive, and he's saving lives, and he's going into the Hall of Fame, so good for him. Yay! Now, do you want good news or bad news? Surprise me. All right. Let me guess. Okay. All right. Oh, you want me to... Oh, I'm going to tell you, and you're going to guess. Okay. It is the New Day are hosting WrestleMania. That's the good news. Yes? Question mark? Is it good news? I'm going to go with comparatively speaking to what the next thing you're going to tell me is. And oh, I yeah. mean, I, forgot. I guess you had, we you had the notes in front of you. That's right. I guess I actually I wasn't looking at the notes, so I just I totally wing this. But I mean, it's fine. Like we get to see the New Day do stuff, I guess. Fuck wrestling. It's fine. Fuck wrestling. It's the New Day. Yeah, but I mean... That should be their new slogan. Fuck wrestling. I mean, that's pretty much been their slogan, is they're doing shit like making ice cream now. John, the thing is, it's getting over. What, the ice cream? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely, of course it's getting over. Of course fucking WWE is trying to, like, team up with Ben and Jerry's to make this shit happen. Oh, man. If it does, I'll be so excited. You know this is the end game. I mean, obviously. And also the end game is them being in the new Lion King movie. Sure. Did you not see that part of Raw? No, I did see, the show I did see that part. You did or didn't? I did see that part. It was pretty good. Okay, just making sure because it's the show you cover. Uh, but yeah, the New Day are hosting. It probably means they're going to do a bunch of skits with people. It, it'll be fine. All right, John. Now I got the pretty sad. much. It'll be fine. I got the just sad like everything. The new day is done. John, lately. what? Let me get to the sad news. I need fine. to get through this quickly. People are dying again. People are always dying. That are kind of cool. Die. Like Georgian will steal. Yeah. It's the see. He ate all those turnbuckles, and he didn't know there's asbestos inside them. God damn it! 
Uh, heel third. <laughs> uh, also, Ivan Koloff died. So, I don't want to skip too far ahead to, uh, to Raw Talk here, but I got some grievances I want to oh, air shit, here, Oh, shit, to bring Ellen. back Raw Talk? No. Thank God, I, no. I mean, yes, they are. After Fastlane, there's totally going to be a Raw Talk. Shut your damn mouth. Not happening. Uh-huh. This is not happening. Okay. It's not happening. I will stop it from happening with my bare hands. I want to see this, because... God almost tried to do it last time by turning off all the power. It's true. Look, man, all I'm trying to say is that, not skip too far ahead to Rob, but I got some beef with how they handled these deaths. So first of all, they didn't even acknowledge Ivan Koloff until, like, the last commercial break of the show. And it was just a picture. Yeah, and it was just a picture, and that was really weird. And they had the Jersey Animal Steel uh, video package that they did, but it was, like, the same fucking, like, sappy guitar song they did for, like, the last fucking video package for whoever died. I mean, it's their template. They make these real, real quickly. Just put in the same song, just change the clips inside of it. Come on, guys. You couldn't have put in a little bit more effort? No. Dead. That movie don't care. They're just feigning like they do care enough that people go, Wow, oh, look at this video. I remember him. Oh, man. Now here comes the George Animal Steel DVD. Man. Give us your money. But fuck Ivan Koloff. What did Ivan Koloff do to anybody? I mean. He's saying the Russian national anthem, and Russia's kind of a bad thing right now. I don't know. I hear that Russia's a pretty okay place that we should totally be friends with. What uh, could possibly go wrong? I mean, Vince McMahon probably thinks that, but no. But yeah, I was talking to somebody on Monday about Ivan Koloff's thing, going, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah. And they go, oh yeah, don't worry, I'll probably have a video package for him on Tuesday. Nope. Nope. That sure didn't happen. They didn't even play the Georgia Animal Steel one. Yeah, they didn't do anything except go, Hey man, you want to talk about how cool Jackie Robinson is? Jackie hey, Robinson's pretty cool. I mean, he is pretty cool, but he's also has nothing to do with wrestling. Hey, it's Vizic Man trying to do black history. He's doing the best he can. Again, I I question why we have a Black History Month celebration in WWE where they talk about absolutely none of their black wrestlers that they have a fucking long-standing history of. Well, here's the thing, John, because they have a bunch of their black wrestlers stare into a camera and in the most bored voice talk about stuff that happened in the past. Because they go, hey, look at all these black people we hired. Hey, check it out. Get off her case. Jackie Robinson is the most important thing ever. I mean, did you see the one they did on Monday? Yes. Yes, I I did. I want to see what the conversation was with Vince about that one. 
I'm assuming the conversation was, we're just not going to tell him we're doing this because otherwise he's going to try and put in footage of our Obama impersonator from Capital Punishment. Oh, man. I thought you were going to say he said he was going to do one about Donald Trump. We celebrate Black History Month by uh, taking a look at our greatest president, uh, Donald Trump. Omarosa. Nope. That is, no. We're moving on. I can't, no. Yep. Nope. I mean, we always should have been moving on because, fuck. How do we get to this from talking about people dying? This is a dark future that we found ourselves in, okay? All right, fine. We're going to end on good news. John. There is no good news. Don't lie. I'm going to say one word, and you have to explain it to me. Okay. Stardong. <laughs> oh, man. The greatest. I put this so, in the notes just so we can end on a happy note. Let's talk about our favorite undercover cop from Lucha Underground, oh. Joey Ryan. Oh, I was going to say Fandango, but go on. He's, he's not on Lucha Underground, and he's not an undercover cop. Everybody knows he's a cop. True, he's pretty flamboyant about it. He's very open about being in part of the fashion popo. Did you see his costume on Thursday or did Tuesday? You, did you see him fanning those tickets? Uh, yeah. How could you not? Anyway, so uh, Joey Ryan's building up to a feud with uh, the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes at uh, I think like uh, some some wrestling thing in uh, in like California where he's going to be having a steel cage match with uh, Joey Ryan. Oh no, he's going to do a moonsault off the cage again. Probably. And uh Joey Ryan to get all in his head and be like, "Oh yeah, we're going to have this match." Um decided to put on one of his old star It looks like he actually got one of Cody's old Stardust costumes cuz like it said Stardust and everything on the back and like just you know, painted himself all up and was doing the stardust thing. He it should was have pretty good. He should have put a piece of paper over top of the dust part and said dong. Should <laughs> just went all the way. I don't know. I feel like the way he did it was pretty fucking great. And I'm into it. Did he hiss? Seems like he did hiss, yes. Did he do the hands? Oh he definitely did the hands. Alright. Jerry Ryan's new gimmick. Forever. Sure. I'm okay with it. WWE is not going to come after him, right? Probably not until he gets rid of the U-Porn Plex. No, I mean, they're not going to go after him for using the likeness of Stardust. Oh. Well, I mean, they might. Better not. Did he wrestle a match at in this gimmick that is going to be broadcast somewhere. I don't believe so, no. Then it's probably fine. Unlike <clears throat> the shit that happened with TNA last week. Oh, Jesus. Which is not in our notes, but I just want to say, Lucha Underground... I think we talked about it a little bit last week, though. Yeah, Lucha Underground is petty as fuck. No, they are incredibly petty, and it's really stupid how petty they are sometimes. Yeah. I mean, we all hate TNA, but come on, man. It's fucking, yeah. It's a fucking referee. Who cares? It's fucking Marty Elias. Like, nobody is fucking being like, 
is watching these shows to see fucking Marty Elias. Come on. Not even you? No. Okay. Well, John, I think that's it for news. Good. Great. I'm glad. That, is that it for Heel Turn? <laughs> yeah, that's it for Heel Turn. No. Production of Pro Wrestling. No. Cool. Stop. There's other sections that I said during the intro. One of those was Raw. You can't prove that. I mean, we could rewind the tape. Okay, let's do that. That'll take, like, a pretty long time, I think. That'll probably take enough time to be the end of the episode. All right, we'll see you next week, everybody. Nope. John, you are the Raw editor. Against your will. All right, though, and then let's talk about the most important thing that happened on Raw this week. Um, we already talked about the Ivan Koloff thing not happening. The most important thing that happened on Raw this week, the most amazing match, Roman Reigns fought the club in another handicap match. Why? I don't know. I'm sure the tag team champions won, right? Yes, actually. They did, but not in the way you think. Oh, no, it's exactly the way I think, because fuck Raw. Yeah, yeah, they sure did win after, you know, Roman Reigns fucking pulled Roman Ziggler. Yep, beat him with a chair, which granted, they introduced the chair in the first place, but... Uh... John, you don't understand, these are your Raw Tag Team Champions. Oh, I understand completely. They beat Roman Reigns. It's true. I mean, it's a handicap match. They should have beaten Roman Reigns. From from the chat, Rhythm Bastard said, said Chekhov's chair shot. I mean, if the chair gets introduced, it has to be used. It's 100% accurate. He's not wrong. It's just... What the fuck are they doing? Especially because literally this is exactly what fucking happened last week. Literally the only different... Like, no, because literally the only thing they did differently was that, yeah, like, instead this time the club lost, like, club won instead of lost because they wrestled too hard, and then they tried to fucking double-team Roman Reigns, and whoops, Roman Reigns beat him. Like, what the fuck? Well, John, so you're saying last week, Roman Reigns won. This week, the club won. So next week, obviously, they need to have the rubber match. God damn it, no! It's a best of seven series, John. (laughs) Mick Foley crafted this. Oh, God. And at the end, they're going to form a three-person team. So that's where Finn Balor's been. Well, I mean, Roman Reigns is going to be the new guy. Because they can't put Finn Balor with the club. Impossible. You're making me want to die. I mean, it's Monday Night Raw, so of course you do. What else happened on this show? Um, well, let's see. What other things can we discuss? We can discuss the other greatest match on the show of... John, you, you have these notes. You know, right? Yeah, I do. I, I, That's I'm, why I'm going to tell you about the other greatest match on the show. Okay. 
Enzo and Big Cass versus Cesaro and Sheamus, obviously. No. No. Such a fun and great and exciting match, though. Weren't you so, like, excited and elated by all of the great moments? Like, when Enzo did a thing, and then... Hey, hey, John, you want to know a secret? What? I didn't fucking watch this. Kid me? No, I'm not... No, I know, because it was terrible. It was bad. No one should have watched it. You did. I did. That's right. That's why I'm saying no one should have watched it. What, what what happened that hurt you? It was just a boring, shitty, not very good match. Like, nobody seemed invested in it at all. Like, Enzo and Cass are just fucking terrible now, and I don't want to see them, and they annoy me, and they make me upset every time they show up. Oh, but you were so excited when they got drafted to Raw. I was. You're right. And then Raw happened. Yeah, that's true. It does. So yeah, Enzo and Cass win because the Cass, you know, surprises Cesaro with an East River Crossing, and Cesaro can't win fucking matches anymore, apparently. Um, so this all turns into Enzo yelling a bunch of bullshit, and Sheamus kicking him in the face, and that was fucking awesome. You forgot to mention this was for the No Book Contendership. Yeah, right, so now they get to fight the club, because cool. Uh, are you excited for that match? Oh, can't you just hear it in my voice, Owen? No, actually, I can't. Can't you just hear it in my voice? A little, give me a little more. Give me a little, a little more pep. Come on, let's go. I'm so excited. There it is. There's the John I know. So excited about talking about Raw. I love it. Uh, Owen, I, let's talk about... Hold on, I have a question for you, John. Yes. So, I, I, I don't watch Raw because it's a bad show, but last week, Emelina finally debuted. And that was the th- next thing I wanted to talk about. Oh, really? Yeah. How, how She said she was transforming back into Emma, right? Yeah, she sure did. It wasn't that exciting? How, 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 how'd she do? What's that? How, how'd she do? Because uh, she I she, mean, that would imply now. that she would have existed. Wait, what? Yeah, your guess is as good as mine. What the fuck happened, Emma? I mean, it's going to take 17 weeks, right? Was there a video package at least? No. Was Did they mention her on commentary? No. Uh, Why would they do any of these things? What are you talking about? Is this, is this one of those kind of things where you think you remember something existing and then it totally doesn't? Yeah, basically. No. So, there you have it. Chris Winter, there's this girl, the she had these cool shoulder pads and sunglasses and weird gloves that didn't quite look right. And now she's once again gone forever, never to be seen again. Until she shows up on SmackDown. No, more like until she's future endeavored. No! I'm sorry to break it to you. Just do the thing they did last time, send her back to NXT for a second time. Maybe she can hang out with Cassius. Oh no! We will talk about that later. Ugh. Oh, someone sounds so upset. John, I saw him in person a couple weeks ago. I am very upset. Oh, so upset. Yes, extremely. 
John, keep, keep talking about Raw, please. Okay, you want to actually talk about some good stuff? Because there actually was some pretty okay things on Raw. Oh, not going to lie. Oh, I thought you were going to say we are going to talk about SmackDown now, but okay. What happened? Well, shut your damn mouth. Let's talk about let's talk about uh, Triple H's goon squad that he's assembled here. You mean Evolution 2.0? Ev- the new Evolution, where it seems like instead of Triple H just having a bunch of lackeys who are the authority and do what the authority does, he just has his fucking NXT children running around and doing his bidding and fucking killing everybody he doesn't like, oh, which sweet. I'm really into. So it's a Nexus. Yeah, kinda. Alright, that's cool. Except they actually get to do shit and don't get killed by John Cena. Not yet, at least. Well, I mean, they're on Raw, so they're pretty safe. It's gonna be Roman Reigns that kills them all. Look, man. You know how John Cena is when it comes to a Nexus. He's not gonna let anybody anybody get over, goddammit. He's gonna cross time and space to come back to Raw? Yep. Okay. Fine, not my problem. He's going to cross time and space to come back to Raw and make Wade Barrett give him that DDT to the to the outside that kicks out of again. God damn it. You asshole. <laughs> oh, man. Is it a great? No, it's not. All right, well, let's talk about things that actually happened. Like, say, for example, uh, Kevin Owens, who had his... Fucking amazing fucking opening of Raw this week. I heard he sat in the ring and there's a spotlight? He did. The spotlight was firmly on him, as he put it. And then the and camera zoomed in real close, uncomfortably close? It was great, and he was all like, I'm going to answer the question on everybody's mind after last week. Why I think I'm going to beat Goldberg. I mean, I, I had a question about that. I mean, as did I, but that's not that's not really what everybody was wanting to know, you know? What, what do you mean? But he did talk a lot about how he fucking is going to beat the shit out of Goldberg, though. Uh, as he thinks he is going to, yes. He made me very much believe that he could do it. Really? He said something that could actually convince you that it's not going to be a squash? I mean, look... I know how wrestling works, and I know it's going to be a squash. I'm just saying it was a fucking great promo and the kind of thing that made me remember that Kevin Owens is awesome, and when they actually let him be awesome, he is one of the most deadly motherfuckers on the planet and not just, like, weird, dopey, chicken shit heel that can't ever win like every other one of their dopey chicken shit heels that can't ever win. Okay. I like Kevin Owens, that's what I'm trying to say. And I especially like the, uh, when they brought it back to Chris Jericho, and he just fucking drops the mic and walks away. That was a great little moment. Yeah, because fuck Chris Jericho. Friendship is over. Oh. He's now friends with Triple H. That's his new best friend. It's true. You know who else is really good friends with Triple H, though? Uh, hold on, wait, give me a second. Ric Flair. Nah, I don't know, man. I mean, Ric Flair more just loves ribeye steak than anything, I think. Okay, uh, Lemmy. He's dead, dog. What? When did that happen? Last year. Yeah, I I know, just being an asshole. Oh. (laughs) Well, fuck you, okay? The wound is still fresh! Alright, then who's best friends with Triple H? 
It's Samoa Joe. Wait, the, he's Samoan? He's Samoan? He's Samoan Joe? He's, he is Samoan, and his name is Joe. And he's a cool guy who is friends with Triple H. And you know who's not friends with Triple H, apparently? Uh, Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn, because Sami Zayn was all like, I'm going to have a match against Kevin Owens for some reason, even though we're never supposed to fight again after Battleground last year. Isn't this like the third time they've wrestled since then? I think it's like the fifth. Fuck, man. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, see, but uh, Sami Zayn made a fatal error before the match. Because, you know, if you look into a camera and you say Samojo's name three times, he shows up and murders you? Samoa Joe pretty much told him last week, if you're going to say my name, you better put respect on it. And Sami Zayn did not fucking listen. Yeah, he is. Because Sami Zayn got fucking smirked. Sami Zayn has some issues. You know, he's not really aware of his surroundings because every time he wrestles, he pretends he has a concussion. I mean, I think it's more just he gets a concussion because he's so tiny. True. I hear that about tiny guys. They, they get hurt real easy. I mean, clearly it's true. Didn't you see what happened to Daniel Bryan there? Yeah. I, I see it every week. It makes me sad. Oh. <laughs> this joke went way too far. <laughs> you set it up. It's not my fault. Anyway, Samoa Joe fucked up Sami Zayn and I thought it was cool. <laughs> And then, you still- and then Kevin Owens fucked up Sami Zayn even more, and I thought that was cool too. Kevin Owens got to win. Got to win. Now he, he looks. Did. Now he looks strong heading in the fast lane. Sure does. I mean, if, if he could beat up a already dead Sami Zayn, he can obviously beat up Goldberg. I mean, that's how it wor- exactly how it works, right? Pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Fuck a Goldberg. All he's got to do is outlast him, as he said. Which is, tends to be a problem because he just gets speared instantly. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah, fair enough. Anyway, the point being here, there's actually some really cool stuff on this Raw. Like, this, and this segment, like, kind of put that into display. Just, like, whatever they're doing, like, somebody's trying some, like, some interesting new camera angles or, like, ways to set up stuff. Because, like, I don't know, man, like, the cinematography and some of the stuff they did in this rub was, like, really fucking cool. Like, just the way that they set up a lot of the, the spotlight shots to Kevin Owen and just, like, the way that they staged that whole segment was just fucking gorgeous. And I know that they've done similar stuff before. Like, you know, I made the reference to you when we were, when we were talking about it, like, in private about how it was, you know, in a lot of ways it was, like, uh, Eddie Guerrero talking about, like, holding fucking Ray's mask in the middle of the ring, talking like, you made me do this! But, I don't know. Like, I thought that it was really gorgeous the way that they did that. I really liked the way that they did, um, God, what was it? The, uh, the stuff with, uh, with uh, Brock Lesnar there. Like, I thought that promo was fucking awesome. Uh, awesome's a weird word. I'd give it, I would use the word, uh, terrifying and absolutely uncomfortable yeah but in like the best way oh yeah like that's part of what made it so cool was just like it was literally just the way that they staged it just brock lesnar like just staring into the camera and like it's slow they slowly get closer and closer to him and like you know he always just shifts a little bit so that you can see paul in the back there just like fucking spitting some hot fire 
And like Paul Heyman, man, God bless him, did an amazing fucking job putting uh, putting Kevin Owens over in that entire thing. Like he made Kevin Owens seem absolutely one hundred percent legit and awesome, and then but still brought it back to yeah, but nah, because Brock Lesnar's still gonna fucking murder him. Sorry. I wish I could get paid all the money just to stare into a camera and look ridiculously menacing and the best. Yeah, exactly. How, how do I sign up for that job? Be Bork Laser, I think. That's that's too much to ask. Yeah, I know, but, you know, someone's got to do it. Only one person can do that. True. Anyway, want to talk about other things? Uh, Are there more good things? Yeah, actually, we still haven't talked about the best match of the show. Uh, we talked about Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. I mean, that was really good, yes. We talked about the number contender match. That was a thing. Uh, we also didn't talk about uh, Akira Tozawa versus the Brian Kendrick, which of course was one of the greatest matches ever. Um, hmm. What one problem with that, John? I don't I mean, think this... you know what the definition of a match is because the bell did not ring. What? What are you talking about? Oh, no, it didn't happen. I mean, there were two guys, and they were in a ring, and some punches happened, so what's the problem? You know you know the old saying in WWE, Beller didn't happen. I got a bell for you, I'm gonna ring. Please don't. Okay, then so I'll just tell you about Big Show versus Braun Strowman. Oh, big man, the biggest yeah. main event in Raw history. I don't know if I'd go that far, but it w- was pretty big. You know, the, I, they were trying to say, oh, yeah, it's, you know, wh- size-wise, this is the biggest main event in uh, Raw history. When they forget there was that main event where Randy Orton and John Cena fought the entire roster. Yo, I'm going to be honest. I'm fucking pissed that, like, they did that whole thing of, we're reinforcing the ring because this match is gonna be cuckoo crazy And then they didn't f- do the fucking spot where they have uh, the fucking ring explode. I appreciate they didn't do it, because that was too easy. Oh, I wanted it so bad! I know, they, they teased it so that when it does happen, it's even bigger. Think about it. I don't know. But can we talk about the fact that they were chain wrestling? Yeah. Like, <laughs> let's talk about the fact that Braun Strowman did some actual fucking wrestling with some kip ups and some fucking chain wrestling. And Jesus, what was up with that? What was up with that was they were showing that Braun Strowman is actually really fucking talented and can work and like. He can actually have a different kind of match. Possible. It's fucking, like, damn, they made Braun look so good. And, like, not for nothing, man, Big Show, like, you know, is in the best shape of his career. Like, he looked incredibly believable, incredibly Mm -hmm. awesome. Like, it was, everything about this was fantastic, I thought. Yeah, I agree. Like, I, I thought that this match was basically perfect. Up until the very end, in which case it went kind of shitty, but, you know, it's less about the match and more about the fact that Rod doesn't understand basic tenets of writing. Wait, 
I thought you were talking about this, the part where Braun Strowman had him for that slam and he fucked it up. I thought that was fine. Like, I thought that, I thought he should have just didn't. He didn't. He shouldn't have kicked out the first time. He should have just taken the pinfall of the first one. Yeah, I thought that, I thought it was good enough. Like that's fine. Big nah, I thought they made the I thought they made the right choice of being like, yo, that's a weak that is a weak fucking power slam that he did. This is the big show. You gotta do more to take down the big show. I thought that was really well See, done. I, I and that I would have done the pinfall and then after, as a post match thing, do it again and then that causes Roman Reigns to come out. Because that gives him actual reason instead of you won the match clean, so I'm gonna fuck you up. I mean, look, it's Roman Reigns. He doesn't need a fucking reason to do anything because he's a huge prick. The problem is more that, like, the problem for me is more that the pacing was all off because they didn't give us a chance to actually digest, like, the fact that Braun Strowman beat the Big Show in, like, a very good, very excellently done intense match. Like, they give us that whole, like, you know, they give us the ending and it's great and all, but, like... They ring the bell, and it's immediately fucking Roman Reigns' music and him coming out. Like, there wasn't a single second to digest anything that happened. Uh, John, it's because it's a live show, and they have a strict time limit, obviously. I mean, that's you guys have that on Mondays, right? You guys end exactly at 11 o'clock? What? what? What are you talking about? Isn't that what happens? No. Wait, you guys get an overrun? Stop this bit. This bit isn't funny. You know what the what this show does. I know, but I'm just saying that that was a a, a, a talking point on SmackDown. The fact that they had to end exactly at 10 o'clock. Well, alright then, that's a weird talking point. Well, I will talk about that when we talk about my show. But John, is there anything else on this Monday Night Raw? Um, I don't know, actually. Let me uh, recap the notes here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there is. I sure know what it is because it angered me. We need to talk about. We need to talk about the worst thing on Raw now. Like I saved the worst for last because, you know, I was hoping that maybe I'd forget it. But no, we we need to talk. We need to talk about the women's championship. We really need to talk about the women's uh, championship. Let me let me change something. On your notes here. Let me change that. There, because you wrote Death of Bailey. I mean, kind of. And I say Death of Bailey's whole character because they assassinated it. I don't know that I'd go that far. I think that might be a little bit, you know, hyperbolic. A little bit of hyperbole, but they certainly didn't do her any fucking favors. I ended up hating her at the end of the segment, which I didn't think was a thing that. Could possibly happen with Bailey with me, but yet here we are. You have been wanting to hate her for a while. You were pissed off about the whole fucking SmackDown run in. Well, I mean that was, yeah, I guess that was a weird thing too. But at least it was weird because the whole Survivor Series thing was like an alternate universe type thing. Saying. I'm just saying, I can, really I can let that go because Survivor Series is weird, but this was, there's no excuse for this. Yeah, this was bad. So, let, let's give you the setup here. So, let, let's journey back to a little time, uh, a time long ago that I like to call uh, right after Daniel Bryan won the WWE Championship and 
had to and had got injured by Kane or in his match with Kane and was all fucked up. And, you know, you remember then that we had like the brief month period where nobody knew what was going on and we didn't know if Daniel was going to have to relinquish the title. And they did that weird segment where they had, you know, Stephanie come out and be like, hey, you should just give up the title and give it back to us because you're injured. And the problem with all this was, so there's a way that they could sell this that would make a lot of sense and be halfway decent. I don't say great, but halfway decent of, you know, acknowledging the fact that, yeah, Daniel Bryan, like, probably should give up the title if he, you know, can't compete for it. That's what a, you know, baby face would do. At the same time, though... Stephanie trying to force him to give it up is basically her trying to save face and not and make force him to acknowledge the thing that, you know, she always wanted him to say, which is you're too weak. You're not strong enough for this. This is basically a fucking control thing. And instead of having Daniel like call that out, instead of saying anything, they just went with Neener Neener. I'm not going to give up the title because you're a jerk and you're mean to me. And it just made him look bad. Mm hmm. Like, it didn't do him any favors. It didn't tell the story they wanted to tell. It just bided time and made him look like an ass. So the reason I bring this up is because that's basically what they're doing with Bailey right now. Like, even with Stephanie McMahon showing up, too. Yeah, Stephanie McMahon coming out and being like, hey, you won on the title on crazy grounds that, like... You know, there's some controversy, and you should do the right thing and drop the title. You should do the right thing and, like, give it up for us. And, you know, look. hmm? I have two questions. Yes. Number one, what the fuck does Stephanie have to do with any of this? I don't know. Because Stephanie, some say that Stephanie McMahon started the women's revolution. I I was setting you up for that one. I I know, but oh my god. My second question, John. Why didn't you give up the belt? (laughs) Because Because... I was totally agreeing with what Stephanie was saying, and that's bad. Yeah, like that's the thing, is Stephanie shouldn't be agreeable, and Stephanie should, you know, like... And there's, I feel like there's a way they could have sold it where Bailey could have held on to the title and, you know, maybe not look great, but still look okay. But instead, they just did the, the petulant thing of, I could, but instead, you're a jerk and I hate you. So, no. Bad reason. Like, you know, they, all they can say, they can say all they want. Like, yeah, okay. A, Dana Brooke cheated and tried to do all this stuff. And yeah, okay. But like, that still doesn't change the fact that you did cheat or like there, there was some controversy. Like, what else can you really say other than that? Like, yeah, this thing happened. Like the correct thing would be instead of Charlotte coming out and revoking her rematch clause should have been Bailey saying, well, if that's the case, then I will defend my belt against her again to prove that I'm the, I'm the right champion. Absolutely. But she did like, Yeah, instead she was like, no, it's my belt, so there. She said, hell no. And I said, don't, no, Bailey, don't, don't say that. It's a soft curse. Don't, still don't. 
Please do. think you care a little too much about the hell no, but I I agree with the sentiment it felt of weird to have her say that. It didn't feel like a thing the character would do. Like I would have expected her to say heck no and be like, oh that's cute. Meanwhile, like you have Sasha defending her for reasons that aren't entirely clear. Eh, because once in a lifetime. Remember, they wrestled that series of matches forever, and they said, that's it, that's your last chance. Never again. Except we only have three active women in this division, so whoops. I know, excuse me, there's four, but the fourth one is out in the abyss. Just fighting all those jobbers again isn't great. She's not like most girls. Did you get it? I said abyss. Yes. Thank you. Shut up. All this is bad and terrible, and I hate your women's division. Yep. Me too. Is that it for Raw? That's it for Raw, unless you want to talk about something else. I'd like to talk quickly about the uh, thing that happened after Raw. Okay. With The Rock showing up and going, fuck Roman Reigns, am I right? Did he really say fuck Roman Reigns? Well, not those words, but when he was uh, getting the crowd to do reactions for... uh, by the way, they they were taping for the Page movie. With, that will never come out. That will never come out, correct. But they're having do cheers and boos, and after they booed, he's like, oh yeah, just like when Roman Reigns is out here. He's like, ah, oh, that's funny. Ha 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 But yeah, they had a fake AJ Lee fight a fake Page. And it's super weird, the videos and stuff are up on Twitter. The fake AJ looked nothing like AJ, but then sounded exactly like AJ, and I was like, what? And she skipped like, uh, yeah, it's pretty spot on. It's good stuff. Well, the the fake page didn't look like Paige either, so whatever. I mean, yeah, because admittedly the fake page was, you know, a stunt double. And by stunt double, I mean Tessa Blanchard! I mean, no, they also had the actress do like... Oh, really? They had one... Like, a, a first match was with the actors, which was bad, because of course it was. Then they had a second match with the stunt double. Huh. Well, yeah, because they had to have some shots with, you know, with that, seeing the face, so they did that. Anyhow, right, that, that, that happened. You can look more on Twitter about that. Or don't. Who cares? I mean, it's worth seeing, especially the promo. It's kind of crazy looking. Okay, yeah, true. The promo was... Shocking. But, uh, let's talk about SmackDown real fast. Okay. Because we've been going pretty long with your Raw stuff. Yeah, sorry, there was a lot of Raw this week. Well, I mean, to be uh, fair, you didn't write about last night, so you had things to say. Yes, true. But if you want more in-depth details on my SmackDown recap, you can visit ProWrestling.Cool and read about last night. But, uh... It's a website. It... That is correct. Yes, it is. But, John, we start the show with the SmackDown Women's Division, which is good. It's a good thing. I don't care what you say, John. I enjoy the SmackDown Women's I wouldn't say it's bad. I'd just say it's got some problems of its own. Well, I mean, they really couldn't do anything about it because Naomi got hurt at Elimination Chamber. Whoopsies. And they found out that... Not guaranteed she's going to be cleared for WrestleMania, so... Whoa. Oh, boy. We need to quickly change course at the last second 
So let's have Danny Bryan, the guy who relinquishes his belt all the time for injury, do it for someone else. Yay! Wait. Super shitty of them to make him do that. But yet, here we are. But I mean, I guess it's kind of his job if he's going to be GM, right? Sorry, Shane McMahon doesn't exist anymore. He's too busy hanging out at the White House. Oh, he's too busy getting in shape for his WrestleMania match. Duh. Oh. At the White House. Yes, at the White House. Obviously. You know, the world-famous White House gym. Do you think they have a gym in the White House? Oh, of course they do. I mean, I bet your president doesn't use it at all. No, of course not. But yeah, Naomi relinquished her SmackDown Women's Championship that she won and was going to defend in her hometown, and everyone was sad. Bring it to the floor. I mean, she did because she got hurt. However, Alexa Bliss came out and said, Well, I was the champion, so give me my belt back. And Danny Bryan said, No, you're going to have to fight for it. And she fought Becky Lynch. Hooray! Which, how, how do you feel about her having to fight Becky Lynch again? I sure was like, wow, we're doing this again? Okay. Well, here's the thing, John, which I wrote about last night explaining this, <laughs> is, first of all, this was the last second thing, and they need to quickly get the belt back on her. So, why not use a built-in feud to do that? And two... Why would you give away a fresh match right before WrestleMania when that's where you want to have the big match at? True. So this was just, you know, them calling an audible, and it made sense to me. Admittedly, yes. It, it, of the audibles they could have called, it made sense. And it was better than what I thought they should have done, which was have Nikki do it. But granted, I also forgot that Nikki was having a match this, this week yep. that I didn't think was that great. I loved it. But I, I, it's SmackDown. I love most things on this show. But uh, the point was that uh, Alexa Bliss reestablished that she's a shitty heel that cheats to win. So yeah, that basically. It was a good reset for her and puts her back on track to where she was before she lost the belt. I'm going to put my thumb in your throat. Yay! And also, Mickey James attacked Becky Lynch afterward to, re- to reaffirm it. Yo, these guys, are, these two are feuding. So good. Remember that? They're fighting. Mm-hmm. You know who else showed up, John? Who's that? Rosango. That's true. They got they get to be a thing. They fashion popoed all over the place, including attacking American Alpha during their getting into the ring part. They said, "Fuck!" They said, "Fuck you!" We need we need to do anything to beat you, except oh god, you guys are actually the Steiner brothers. We're dead. <laughs> Steinerized. Yeah, they sure did get Steinerized. I'm I'm just worried that eventually Chad Gable's going to start yelling about fat asses and giving and being given the fucking mic. I mean, I God willing, this will happen soon. I mean, no. Yes. Only if Scott Steiner ends up being their manager, because <laughs> everyone wants Kurt Angle. But what if it's Scott Steiner? What if they don't need a manager and Chad Gable really just had the power to be big pop a pump inside of him all along? Man. Think about it. Starts wearing the chain mail. Think about it. Oh, I'm thinking about it. But, it's got the hookup. But yeah, American Alpha won and then 
right after the match, the Uso showed up in the crowd and said a bunch of things. They sure screamed a lot of fucking words. And you know what? And John? yet I was actually really into them screaming all those words. John, you're the fourth person to tell me this. And one of those people being myself. Yeah. And about last night. I that it's it's so weird with the Usos. Like they say a bunch of shit, you don't know what it means, and you not quite sure they know what it means. But they say it with so much passion that you can't help but get behind it. Yeah, like, the just the amount of screaming that was going on with the Usos there, like, it's kind of like, okay, I I don't really know what you're trying to say to me here, but it sounds really cool, and you sound like you're fucking mad, so, okay. Hey John, it's not paranoia, it's, it's, it's the Usos. Makes sense. I mean, it could be paranoia, too. I'm still waiting for the segments where we have a bunch of vignettes of the American Alpha going about their day and the Usos just popping up in the background. Oh my god, that would be so good. Like, they put out the trash, and then all of a sudden, after they leave, you see the, the lid open up and there's the Usos. Yes! Oh. Yes, absolutely! They need to do this, for reals. I mean, if they're going to keep doing this paranoia thing, they actually have to give American Alpha a reason to be paranoid. Let's, I want the Usos as crazy stalkers. Give it to me. Let's let's make it happen. I know WWE listens to this show. Uh, but John, you mentioned Nikki Bella had a match that you were not a fan of, but I sure wasn't. But she had a match with Natalia in a Falls Count Anywhere match, and I liked this a lot because the whole match was essentially combining the things I like about their feud, brawling all over the arena. And Natalia trash talking. The trash talking part was was pretty fun, but I don't know. I've, I found the match itself to be kind of just a, a spot fest. I mean, and that's the point. It, it, and it really, but like not a very good spot fest because there are a lot of parts that just seem kind of like sloppy. And it also really didn't help that you know literally every single time a camera was on them, they seemed to be calling moves. I tried, you know, very loudly. Well, yeah, because the point is that if you. It was if it wasn't clear, it was Natalia pretty much carrying the match. Which was fine because again, I don't expect a lot of Nikki Bella. But for a, a a spot fest, you know, I was just having fun watching it. I liked the part where uh Nikki got thrown into uh, Maurice and all those pipes fell over. I thought that was a little bit weird. Because when you think about it, it's like, all right, cool. So that's how you're setting up the the WrestleMania feud. I get it. But also, wait a minute, you guys. Why would Maurice go after Nikki? Natalia's the one that threw her into her. Because Maurice doesn't give a shit. All she saw was Nikki tackling her. Just like all she she saw... The last time they were fighting, back, fighting backstage was Nikki Bella running into her and uh, throwing all that powder in her face. And she's not paying attention to them fighting. She just sees someone running into her and she goes berserk. I suppose. Also, she knows that, you know, Nikki's related to John Cena and fuck John Cena. I mean, she does. So, here here I am with this fucking lead pipe and I'm going to murder you. 
which is the perfect way this match ended. I could not think of a better ending. It's a pretty funny ending, admittedly. With the, with the Miz dragging her off and she just throws the pipe <laughs> at her at the end. It was great. Check out my cool pipe! Later! It's, it's, it's fun to see Marie start doing, you know, physical things again. It means she's going to get to wrestle, and I... As you know, when she first came out of the WWE, she was one of my favorite uh, women during that period. So good. It's true. I remember you saying this. So good. I want to see her do some wrestle stuff. Let's make it happen at WrestleMania. Speaking of WrestleMania, the main event was a 10-man battle royal. Okay, now we get to the best part. John, did you see my bout last night? No, I didn't. You should go there and look at the at the, f- the first picture. It's pretty perfect. I- I'll wait. I gotta load up the page. I'm not, John, don't wait for me. John, Just start start talking. So it was a ten man battle roll with the best possible people to be the number one contender for WrestleMania, like Kalisto, Kalisto, and Apollo Cruz and Mojo Rawley, <laughs> and. Dolph Gizler. Dolph Gizler. It's a good picture. Thank you. It, it it says no one wins because we don't need the mince words. The match ended with a non-finish. And it was a bad non-finish. No, well, John, it's live TV. I, I, it sucks, but you know it happens. Look, I know the things are going to go wrong occasionally. And I know that, you know, sometimes things are going to get a little fucked up. Like, you can't always put, like, really plan a fucking, like, double count out to actually go that way. Or, you know, not double count out, but like, yeah, double elimination to really go all that, all the way with it sometimes. I understand that. But really, you gotta call a fucking audible at that point. If the plan is still that you're gonna have fucking like an AJ and and Luke Harper fight it out for the for the number one contendership, like you can still have that match next week. It's not gonna take that much to explain it. You just have fucking AJ Styles go on Talking Smack and scream a whole bunch, and then and make Daniel Bryan feel like a piece of shit. Well, what do you say? You should say that that is kind of what happened. But. They did it in the wrong way, like completely the wrong way, because instead all they did was they just had Luke Harper obviously win, clearly win by like half a second more. And everybody's just standing around like, oh, I don't know. What do we do? I I appreciate that they did away from the camera so that there is some bit of doubt. Even though, you know, it's not there was no doubt, even though not really. But (laughs) it was very obvious. But you know what? I'm, I'm, it just it was it just went wrong, and that's fine. Work with it. Like it's that's the problem is that they broke the rule that they always go that they always generally go with, which is fine. Which is it's okay if things fuck up if you just roll with it. Like remember when the fucking when the match of Brooklyn Takeover one Takeover Brooklyn one happened, where like you know Emma got the fucking pin when she wasn't supposed yeah, to. But the thing is, like, that wasn't a major plot line for the show that changes everything still they again they could have called an audible without changing everything they still could have had what they're presumably going to have next week which is a number one contendership match between those two john 
If I could talk to you about talking smack, it may clear up some things. All right. Where'd you go, John? Why are you up in the distance? I'm here. Go back. Let's go. All right. Well, on talking smack, um, Danny Bryan announced that they were going to have a uh, a match, the two of them, to determine no more contender. I can't believe it. But uh, but first, we had Becky Lynch on the show, talking about how sad it is for Naomi, but also, yo, fuck Alexa Bliss, she cheats, and then she said. She uh, said, I'm going to call her the C-word. She's a cheater. And the reaction Daniel Bryan and Renee had when she said the C-word was amazing. (laughs) They're like, oh my god. This show is getting crazy. But no, she she didn't go all the way on that one. So yeah, Becky Lynch was a fun guest. The Usos were also on the show, John. Did you like the way they said a bunch of shit that didn't make sense? Yeah. They did some more of that. Okay. Except at one one question was, uh, the users were asking Danny Bryan, why you got to do that to Naomi? Why you got to take the belt from her? That's a good point. And his response is, well, because we need the belt defended at WrestleMania. If she's not cleared to go, we had to, we had to make a step to make sure there's a champion. And then they said, they, they're like, that's not good enough. And then Danny Bryan says, well, say for example, what if American Alpha got hurt and were unable to defend their belts? And in split second later, the Usos say, yeah, you stripped the belt from those guys. Come on. You got to give them to us. It's like, and Danny Bryan's like, uh, see my point? And you see the wheels turning in their heads going, nah, it's totally different. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's that's a good point. I can't argue with that. Usos. It seems totally different to me. Yep. And the Usos were were great on the show. <laughs> I like the Usos. And when they left, uh Renee Danny Brown like, Yeah, those guys are assholes. But you can't help but like them. They have so much passion. <laughs> it's very weird because their heels get on this show, they're pretty much saying, Yo, you get, you gotta like them anyway. Because they're funny. That's always how it goes. Mm-hmm. Especially on Talking Smack. But the, the last guest was AJ Styles. Who had some grievances about the end of that Battle Royal. This is the only part I watched. And I mostly watched it because of Daniel Bryan accusing of being a flat earther. Yes. That is like, what happened. Very confusing. Well, it's clearly something that happened backstage with these guys. Where Daniel Bryan found out that... That he actually is a flat earther. <laughs> and called him out on camera. I just love AJ's response going, well, fuck you. <laughs> they have some... I'm not saying I'm flat earther, I'm just saying... Makes sense. It was really good. But also, the point where AJ says... Well, if you watch a clip, clearly Luke Harper f- f- hit the ground first. Which is a complete lie. That's pretty good. And Danny Bryan says, actually, looks like you fell first. It looks, it looks, if you look at it, it kind of looks like you fell first. So, maybe we should change it. And they're like, no, 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 it's fine. We'll, we'll have the match. 
So at least they called it out that it looked like AJ got eliminated first. All right then. So that that's how I, that's why I feel okay with it. They're going, yeah, it, we could see it that going that way, but we'll just have the match anyway just to be sure. So that's why I'm kind of okay with the finish, even though I still want to put up that picture that nobody wins. That's a little better. Yep. Dogs Max a good show. You should watch it. I'm okay. You were watching an old clip earlier from it, John. Well, yeah, because I needed to see Rhino drunk and dressed as Santa Claus. Like I said, Talking Smash is a good show. You should watch it. Only when Santa Claus is on. All right, well, see you in ten months. Oh, and tell me about 205 Live. Where do I begin? Should I begin at the top of the show? Sure. Wrestling happens. Start from the start. Wrestling happened on the show, John. Whoa. Wrestling on a wrestling show? Wrestling for wrestling's sake is how it's I describe it. more than you think. They just had three matches just because. No no reason. Well, I mean, the first match had a reason, but the other two were like, yeah, because we got filling hours. So let's have these guys wrestle. Because the first match was Brian Kendrick and Akira Tozawa. Cool. I, the match was fine, I guess. But the ending was great. Tell me, did Akira Tozawa yell ha? He did that a lot. Huh. I was way Interesting. into it. But I was way into the ending. Okay. Because you know what happened? No. That's why I'm asking you what happened. They, they fought on the outside, and Kendrick got Tozawa down. And then he pulled up the ring apron to show the under the ring. And you know how they have the ring set up that uh, for the canvas, they have them all tied up on the bar there? Yeah. Well, he took Akira Tozawa's foot and stuck it in there and had it trapped. What? And then Brian Kendrick got back in the ring and won by count out. Whoa! Tozawa's foot was totally stuck in, in the ring apron and could not get out. It's pretty good. It was, it was creative. I liked it. It is creative. So the Brian Kendrick is nothing if not creative. So yeah, good thing that feud's over now. What? Well, you beat him. He, so the feud's gotta be over, right? Uh, you know what show this is, right? Of course I do, because Tom Phillips had an interview backstage immediately after, and Brian Kendrick said, "No, this is, this is far from over. I have to teach him more lessons." So they're gonna fight forever. Yell, and also, Tajiri doesn't exist anymore, I guess. Oh, I mean, I like Tajiri. I mean, remember, they were feuding for a second, and then they didn't? You rem- ha. Do you remember that? The, the, with the, we sprayed him with the green mist, and then we totally forgot that happened? I repeat again, ha. Uh, Mustafa Ali and Noam Dar wrestled. Sure. Is Mustafa Ali still not good at hitting that thing? He didn't really get a chance, I think. I, I, I blacked out during this because it was so boring. But uh, Noam Dar won. Well, that's unfortunate. Is fuck Mustafa Ali, I guess? I, I don't know. I don't know why this happened. I don't know why the main event happened. Gentleman Jack Gallagher beat Tony Nese. 
Because of course he did. I know. But why? The premier athlete's got to do something, right? I mean, at least Drew Gulak didn't lose, but still. I don't, I don't understand why these matches happened. The show was... I didn't like the show. You know what I did like, though? What's that? During one of the uh, between match segments, uh, Corey Graves was about to introduce a video package, and Austin Aries interrupts him and said, No, 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 let me do this. Let's show you this package for this upcoming uh, talent. And then it was a video package about Austin Aries. <laughs> it was very good. Austin Aries is coming back soon. Pretty funny, actually. It, it was very good. I like that part. That's the only part of the show I liked besides the finish to Kendrick and to Zawa. So, so is that what's going on? He's not even going to go back to uh, to a, to uh, what what should we call it? He's yeah. just going to go straight up to Obviously. to Raw. I mean, why why wouldn't he if he's you know so exposed to that audience? I don't know. I wasn't thinking about it. Okay, he's gonna. It doesn't matter anymore because this whole thing with the Roderick Strong is gone because Roderick Strong is doing his own thing, and his whole thing with the Tommy's gone too because the Tommy is dead now. Died on the way back to his home planet. So maybe he'll fight the Jerry because Asians. No, the old third. That's I, that's all I have to say about two hundred five live. It was not a good episode this week, aside from those two things. Huzzah! But uh, you can tell me about a little thing we watched tonight called NXT. We both watched that show. It's true. That's all. That's all I had to say. We both watched that show. No, there there has to be more. No, that's about it. John! I mean, okay, we could talk about the first match if you really want to. Things happened! You want to talk about... Peyton Royce, yes. or sorry, Bill, Billy Kay versus Wait, what? Amber Moon. Billy Kay versus... was in this match? Oh, sorry, it was Billy it Kay, was, my bad. No, it was, no, it was Peyton Royce. <laughs> it was Peyton, my bad. John, come on. I'm uh, gonna be honest, they're both kind of interchangeable to me. Yeah, fuck you, no way. A little bit. We're gonna get tweets now about this. I like, I like them, I like the bit, it's just, I think they're kind of interchangeable. Billy Kay is the one with the dark lipstick and the dark hair, and she's Ice Queen. Who looks like Emma dyed her hair black, I know. And Peyton Royce is the one, the skinny one with the green and smells the flower. Still kind of interchangeable, I'm just saying. Nope. I totally disagree. But yeah, she fought Liv Morgan and Ember Moon because... After last week's match, this totally makes sense. Well, I mean, at least they did a good job of making me think that Liv Morgan sucking is is just a part of kayfabe now. No, it's it's not just kayfabe; it's real life too. She did you see her outfit? Yeah, it's like a knockoff Space Jam, but also she wore those red tights with the cuts in them. Because kind of a knockoff uh, Nikki Bella, too, if I'm being honest. It was bad. It was not good. It wasn't great, no. Ember Moon still smiles too much. She's a face. Yeah, but she should be mysterious. And dark. And cool. But she pretty much is turning into Apollo Crews. 
Yeah, but you know. It's not a good thing. I think there are worse spots for her to be in right now. That's all I'm saying. That's fair. I mean, that's totally fair. She could be Liv Morgan. Oh, God. What? Oh, God. What? I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying. Yeah. This match was good. Except for... Was it? I mean, the ending was good. I mean, it's kind of formulaic with the part where, oh, no, Ember Moon's going to sleep for most of the match because she can't wrestle long matches. But here she goes back. Yay! I know she's back out of the ring and she... Now the match is over. Yeah. I'm starting to... I mean, I like the part where Liv was like, I'm going to throw Ember out of here and and win because I'm being smart and strategic. Whoops, I fucking died. As she should. But John, I thought that was a good ending. This leaves me with a question. Is is Ember Moon actually good? I think so. Or do we just think she's cool because she's got a cool look and a cool finisher? We, could, we know I mean, she's not good at, at promos. I think they're still teasing teasing her out and get, giving us a build to her. That's all I'm saying. Okay, I mean, I hope she improves before WrestleMania is all I'm saying. I think she will. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, match was fine. The correct person won. Indeed. Hate and race forever. I like their interview later in the night. Yeah, it was good. Could you tell them apart then? No. Man. I still went, oh yeah, it's those two again. I I still can't remember which one's which, though. Oh, man. Anyway, speaking of people who I can't remember which one's which, I didn't have that problem with the next match. Oh, for a second there, I thought Dolphins of Pain had a match and I forgot. (laughs) I mean, they're going to have a match next week. So we'll save all those jokes for then. Okay, fair. What you got? But we did get a uh, match between two people who seem to be competing in the for the United Kingdom Championship. I mean, they weren't fighting for the United Kingdom Championship. The champion wasn't but in this match. It seems to be, the, I know, but it seems to be the only title that they're allowed to fight for because they don't seem to be actually involved in NXT in any way. Oh, because, John, don't you know? Raw has the cruiserweight division. NXT has the bruiserweight division. No. Mm-hmm. No. I mean, the bruiserweight was in this match. The bruiserweight was in this match, but no. I said this last week, where I thought it's, it's super weird that they have all the UK stuff around the arena, like they have with the cruiserweights. And sure is. And now I'm just waiting for them to change the rope colors, and then it's going to be totally fucked up. Yeah, what, sure is. what are they doing with the UK people? I have no idea. It's so confusing. I like I liked the match that we had with yeah. Mark Andrews and Pete Dunne, but it was a great match. I like Pete Dunne. I like Mark Andrews. They're both fucking cool dudes. Yeah, match was fantastic. Except I, watching this match, I realized I never, ever, ever want to get in the ring with Pete Dunne. Oh hell no! He seems like a real piece of shit. Yeah, he seems like. The worst qualities of both Regal and Finley combined. Let's see how far your your limbs move in places that they shouldn't. That should and he's be got fun. that weird song, and he punches himself in the head a bunch. Yeah, he's got problems. I don't like him. Which he's a is, jerk. Which is perfect. I'm not supposed to like him. Fuck Pete Dunn. Yeah, he's an ass. 
I don't understand how he's been wrestling for so long when he's 23. Like, what, you were wrestling when you were 12? What the fuck is wrong with you? I mean, have you seen him? There's a lot wrong with him. Yes, I'm aware! What happened when he wrestled that long? He got his head injuries. Because you keep punching yourself. Oh, now it all makes sense. That's why his head's so swollen. Fuck this guy. Yeah. This match was awesome. This match fucking great. That that piece of shit won. He sure did, and it was a super exciting finish. What, what was it again? Uh, there was the counter into the uh into the the bitter end. All right, cool. I just wanted you to tell the people at home. Fuck, cool match. Yeah, it's one highlight of this episode. Besides, Peyton Royce getting to exist. Yeah, true. Hey, speaking of people get that get to exist. You know who else apparently still exists? Uh, hold on, wait, I know this. The annoying person in the crowd. Hey, you be nice to Izzy. Oh, I didn't mean Izzy, I'm sorry, Izzy. Who, who can still exist? Clearly, we can only mean Patrick Clark. The man who was Prince or something. Oh yeah, Patrick Clark. I saw him at the live event I went to. He's, oh, really? He's great. Tell me more about what he did. He's still got that weird gimmick. And the crowd was... Yell- and every time the crowd got on his shit, he yelled back at us to shut up. He's like, that's not nice. I like him. Okay. He's good. He does good crowd work, and he's a competent wrestler. And he got beat up by a guy that we're going to talk about later. Alrighty, then. So maybe we should get on to that and talk about the main event, which was uh, Bobby Roode versus No Way Jose. Bobby Roode, not Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode. This match was fine. I mean, it's No Way Jose. What do you expect? I thought that this was... As, I, that, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't mind ain't Jose It's just nice anymore. to see Bobby Roode get the wrestle on the show because he's been missing. It's true. So it's good to have the champion actually be active. That's it. I mean, yeah. Do you really have anything to say about this match? I thought, it, like I said, I thought it was fine, but I know I, I meant this was it for the episode of uh, NXT. No, there's one more thing because after this match, we got a uh, Bobby Roode deciding he was going to kick Jose's ass, Where? and then guess who shows up to his aid? But the return of Cassius Ono. Oh, old fat dad. My old fat dad showed up. He looked, Come on! He looked very tired when he ran to the break. <laughs> he looked a little tired. He, he, looked, he looked completely gassed. Come on. He did look pretty tired. Look, look, you know what? So, we make the jokes here a whole bunch about how the Cassius Ono has the weight issues, how how he might have might to cut down on, on eating so many Chris heroes, if you get my drift. No, I don't get that, because we call him hoagies here. Shut up. Anyway, the point is, like, I don't know, man. Like, I'm not one of those people that cares about, like, what you look like. Generally, because, you know, do what you got to do so long as you're happy and you're healthy. Mm-hmm. But 
Cassius Ono does not look healthy, man. No. Like, he looks like he has way too much weight for his body type. John, he, he had, like, a shirt and a jacket on to try to cover it up, and it did not work. No. You want to know a little secret? He was the guy that Patrick Clark fought at the NXT show that I went to. And I got to see him without a shirt on. It is not... Like, again, I... I don't say this about my wrestlers, because, you know, there's the heavy wrestlers, that that's their thing. This guy's really fat. Like... It, you're right, it does not look healthy. Like, when he was running around the ring, like, all of it, like, moved a lot in very gross ways. No, it was not good. <laughs> Even the crowd was getting on him about it, because, like, come on, man. Come on. Like, and again, like, I don't mind, like, I don't mind you being a big dude. Like, again, Samoa Joe is a big dude, but, like... Samoa Joe looks like he carries the, his weight correctly. He looks like his body type is proportional for who he is. Like, Cassius Ono, honestly, he looks like fucking, he, he looks like what, like, the stereotype that Triple H would always say about, about CM Punk, the rumors were about him being, like, skinny fat. Like, he looks exactly like that. Like, he looks no, like- No, he doesn't look skinny part. It's not there. Like, but let me, re- let, let me qualify that. Like, his body type is incredibly lanky. His body type is incredibly, like, you know, he's, he's got long limbs and none of that weight has gone to his limbs. It's just like gone into him ballooning out forwards. Yeah. Like with Samoa Joe, like, you know, you say he's heavy, but most of it's like hard muscle. And again, he's proportional. And when he runs around, he isn't, like, flopping all over the place? Yeah, like, again, Cassius totally was. Cassius Ono is, his body is not proportional looking. Yeah, like, it was, it's it's not pretty. I I hope he does not wrestle on this taping that they're doing, because it's, again, I I don't usually say it's about wrestling stuff, but it was, I felt very uncomfortable. It was not, it was not a good look. I'm hoping that this is just that, yeah, like you said, um, he's not on this taping and that they're just, they're trying to get him in shape for, uh, for the takeover card. Yeah. Remember I saw him a couple weeks ago. It was not pretty. He can still lose a little bit of weight before then. I, you know, I don't know if he want if he, you know, is motivated enough to, because that was his problem before, except he wasn't nearly as fat. I know. It's it's a bummer. Come on, man. It really is. Come on. Is is that it for NXT? That's it for NXT. I mean, and just just to say one last thing about it, just because you know, I, I feel like we're a little negative on on Cassius for how he's looking at everything. Probably cut with some damn fire because again, like he's one of the best people on Mike. Like, he's still always fucking fantastic on Mike. He can always win you over that way. It's just... <sighs> um, yeah. Come on, man. This, Come is the, on. this is the big time. Look the part. Or at least... And not even, not even just, like, it's the big time, look the part. It's just, like, look healthy. Like, yeah, you look like you're endangering yourself. Yeah, don't, don't, you don't have to be, like, super shredded like Finn Balor. Just, you know... Be in normal shape. Yeah. Like, look at Big Show, man. 
Get on that DDP yoga, son. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's it for heel turn. Yeah. It's been a production of Pro Wrestling dot cool. It's not just cool, it's dot cool. I was gonna say that part. It's a cool website that we run, isn't that right, Owen? It's dot cool. There, yep. there I did it. Yay! There's nothing else. There's more. You don't got anything else? There's more, John. I know. I thought you had more to say, though. No. Like what else? What else do I have to say? I don't know. Whatever's on your mind, man. Um, this show was a good episode. It was a good episode, and I thank you for being on it with me, Owen. And thank you for joining me. And I thank everybody out there in Internet Land who have joined us because you could be finding us right now streaming online at mixor.com slash zonecast where we uh, do this podcast every uh, Wednesday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. So, you know, come check us out and hang out in the chat with us there and all that stuff. Isn't it great? It's not great. No. But also, yes. Anyway, uh, you can also keep up to date with us at facebook.com slash pwdotc, on Twitter at the heel turn and at pwdotc. And of course, you can find us on iTunes and wherever you fit typically find podcasts because that's cool stuff. Mm-hmm. And other than that, where can we find you, Owen? The underscore isn't on Twitter. Whoa. What about you? Find me on Twitter at I am John GM. Fantastic. Well, Next time we talk, I'll be ripping up my Oscar ballot, and you'll be making your predictions for Fastlane. So everyone's going to have a terrible time. Huzzah! So we will talk to you then, and until then... You know, I completely forgot that Fastlane was happening until you just said that. Uh Uh-huh. It sure is. That's unfortunate. What? I said that's unfortunate, and it's so unfortunate, really, that like the cat is now throwing things around my room because she can't handle it. She's like, "Oh, fast lane! Why would they do another one of those? Last one is so bad." It's fast lane end of the line, right? It's really not, but it would be funny if it was. It's fast lane, the fastening. Y'all come back now, you hear? This podcast is a part of the Zonecast Network, produced and edited by Owen Douglas. Find more of our shows at zonecast.com.